You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healing energy facilitator. Thank you so much for all of your kind comments and all of your feedback on the last couple of episodes, which have been following my journey as I've been taking more time to tap into my creativity and to just open up to my intuition and to nature. This week, I didn't have the same experience as the past couple of episodes where they kind of led into each other. And I found myself over the weekend just thinking, oh my gosh, I haven't gotten the inspiration yet of what I'm supposed to talk about. So I thought to myself, you know what, it's probably going to come up in my cards as it sometimes does when I feel this way. And then this morning I got up with the intention of recording and just felt like, you know what, I really feel like I need a relaxing morning. It's actually a holiday here in Canada. I'm recording it on Monday and it's our first long weekend of the summer. And even though I didn't have plans to go anywhere, I just felt like I needed to take it slow this morning. So I did. I watched some reality TV. I scrolled through TikTok. And it was while I was sitting there that I realized, oh, wait a second. It's Gemini season. This week has to be my Gemini tarot hint episode. So I was like, okay, I felt so much better. And then I figured, you know, I'll wait and do my own cards until right before because it usually adds context. I do sometimes do the same thing for Card Pull Friday. I first pulled for myself a few cards where I thought, you know what, this is definitely leading into a Scorpio energy. I did get the Scorpio card. And it really seemed like it was focused on rest and on going inside myself. And so I realized that part of what had come up for me around this energy before I even pulled the cards today is I was thinking to myself that I know I'm finishing up a couple of client projects that have been kind of weighing on me. Not that they aren't things that I like doing. It's just that I really have been craving that space and time for myself. And then I realized that I keep kind of like pushing them off a little bit, not intentionally, but like things keep coming up. I wasn't feeling well a couple of weeks ago. And then last week ended up being a lot busier than planned with some other things that came up. So I just thought to myself, why is it that this keeps happening? And then I realized that when I finish those things, all I have left is my own work. I mean, I have my regular weekly things, my weekly clients and whatnot, but in terms of the space that those other projects were occupying, I knew that I had to leave this space. I've been talking about that and it's finally becoming a reality that I'm going to have more space in my regular schedule. And I realized, you know, this is a form of self-sabotage. It's something that I'm, you know, not used to. It's not comfortable for me. And even though I'm getting better at it, like I've been really good at, for the most part, keeping my Thursdays to myself and leaving some space on the weekends for some lazy mornings or quiet time in the evenings, but I, it just dawned on me that I have to really make sure I'm doing stuff with that time too. Cause what I found was I'm just so exhausted from my 
week leading up to the Thursday that I don't actually get into doing anything creative until the afternoon because I'm just recovering. And so the first card that I pulled for myself today was the frog card from the animal spirit deck. And that one is about rest and rejuvenation and nourishing yourself and saying how frogs tend to be overworked and they forget that they're also from the water. They're not completely earth creatures. They do live on the earth. They find some nourishment there. But at the end of the day, they end up back in the water, right? And I think I do forget that. And I talk about this a lot, but I think it's not so much that I have to change what I'm doing because like I said, I'm moving in a positive direction, but I need to change my mindset around it. And it's still that part of me that feels even when I'm resting that I need to be also doing something productive. So this weekend, I feel was the first time in a while that I actually did that. I found myself watching just a reality TV show without doing something at the same time. I just sat there and it was really nice actually because I haven't really done that in so long and given myself that permission. And it's almost making me emotional right now because it's something that I've been working on and I've been taking steps towards and I've been really looking at those limiting beliefs. I've been doing my emotion code sessions and it feels like I'm finally getting to that breakthrough part that I think the eclipse energy is bringing up because if you guys remember, I was feeling like totally, totally out of energy that week. Like I felt completely drained to the point where I really couldn't do anything. It's four of swords energy of like forced rest. That card used to come up for me all the time, like constantly. Didn't matter what deck I used, it always came up. It's something that now I've realized, like, if you don't take the break for yourself or if I don't do it for myself, it's just going to come up in a way that's less than desirable. And then, like I said, the second card that I picked was the Scorpio card from the Heavenly Bodies Astrology deck. And when I opened it up, I was like, this is exactly the message I needed to hear. And again, I've said this to you guys before. Sometimes I pull the same cards often. But it's just a certain line that sticks out to me. And this is why sometimes I will actually open the book. And the first phrase, the first sentence in the omen, which is like, you know, the general message from the card, the first line is a rebirth isn't always loud. Powerful shifts are often subtle. Deep change radiates outwardly in time. But long before, magic happens quietly in the dark. This sacred process begins by going inward to explore dusty thoughts and habits. What's innately yours and what have you picked up along the way? What's relevant to who you are today? Examine this scaffolding of your life, relationships, work, belief systems, and see them for what they truly are. Hold your identity loosely, be it your concept of self or the structures that give you shape. Transformation isn't a line you cross, but a road you walk. And this resonated so, so very deeply today because like I'm getting emotional and I can feel it in my chest. I've been doing the slow walk, right? And this particular shadow, this particular mindset is something that I've, it's so many layers of things I've picked up, right? It says like, what have you picked up along the way? It's something that was reaffirmed by people being rewarded for being productive, being rewarded for doing well. And just not feeling good about being unproductive. Like, you know, that feeling like when you're 
around other people and everyone else is busy doing something or cleaning around you and you're sitting because you know you need rest, but you're like, oh, I guess I should also be doing that. It can be helpful when you're trying to be more productive or when you have goals to have people around you. They call it body doubling. I've seen in a lot of things, especially for people with ADHD. So sometimes it is helpful for me to be around other productive people when I need to be productive. But when you're around that all the time and that gets embedded in you, it's really difficult to just overnight change that, right? Like consciously, I know what I want to do, but that subconscious part of you attached to your emotions is really difficult to change quickly, right? So it was the fact that I had done so many of these things in the last week or two and Someone actually, I had someone tell me that they had some clients they could refer to me. And I said, you know, that is amazing. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. But right now what I need to do, I think, is look at the types of work I'm doing and look at what I want to do more of, right? And what maybe I need to do less of. So I can't necessarily have those conversations with new clients because I'm not sure what I'm offering at this time. And for me to say that when normally I'd be like, oh, yes, please, like, I'll take on whatever clients I can, you know, that scarcity mindset of like, what if they don't come around again? Or like, what if I need that extra money, right? And realistically, I'm doing okay right now with the amount of clients I have. And yes, I'm going to be taking on more clients for sure. But I just need this tiny little window of space, right? And I haven't given myself that. And I need to be able to get into the creative flow. And like I said, I can't do that if I only give myself that one day a week to rest, period. Sorry, I'm getting emotional again. But what has taught me having my Thursdays is that I do need that time and I need to build it in other places too. Like that was a beautiful starting place for me, like saying out loud and verbalizing to everyone, I'm taking Thursday off. I'm not doing work. I am focusing on myself. But now I need to build that in in like chunks more other places. And like I am someone who like once I'm in a work mode, I'm in work mode. But I just need to like maybe give myself a couple hours on certain days that are blocked off in my calendar and whatnot. And that can change from week to week because obviously work changes from week to week, right? But it's just this mindset of like knowing that it's okay to leave space open and to not fill it. So that's kind of a preamble, but it's very much aligned with the messages that came up for Gemini season because we're in a Mercury retrograde. And I always like to preface these things like I am not an expert on like ADHD or mental health. I'm not an expert on astrology, but these are energies that just come up where if I start receiving the, this information that keeps coming to me, um, that these are themes I meant to bring forward. They're things that resonate with my energy and what comes up for me. And I, so keep in mind, I just pulled those cards. And then I pulled the 18 card first, which is the moon. And of course, that is such Scorpio energy. And this particular card has this woman sunken into the water and like the full moon lighting up the water down to her. And as a black and white wolf on either side of the water in the distance and Truly, like this is such Scorpio energy, right? It's that going within. And that has, when you hear the other cards, it's pretty much the theme for Gemini season. And with Mercury retrograde, we're being asked to reflect. It's like that going within, examining how you're talking to yourself, examining how your thoughts and what you're learning and all of those things are impacting your life and why things are the way they are. And what you could be maybe be doing better 
And this card in specific, I feel, really resonates for this part of it where you're still in that like, okay, I need to figure out what the limiting beliefs are and what the challenges are and what that self-talk is before you can even address it or make any decisions. And this one in particular, because it talks about going underwater and it specifically is talking about how we try to figure it out logically instead of just having curiosity and acknowledging that you're ready for those things to come up we start trying to force ourselves out of it obviously i'm guilty of that as well but this one kind of tells us that there's a difference between aggressively doggy paddling and they say a drowning person will pull you under right that like intense like just fighting energy versus floating like if you just allow yourself to float you'll come to the surface right and that's the message in the book and that really resonated because I do find that it's those days when I give in and I'm like okay I need rest I'm just going to be in my own energy that's usually when the insights come like even this morning I've been fighting myself all weekend trying to like come up with topics and you know think of like anything that I had talked about before that I didn't really really get into detail in and anything I've been doing this week that I wanted to talk about and it wasn't until I just let myself sit in my comfy chair in my sweats drinking tea and watching tv that they came to me like you don't need to stress you're going to do the Gemini forecast (laughs) Like that is already, you know, something you need to do. And clearly these are messages I needed to hear. And then the second card really leads from this. So like once we allow ourselves to just give into that energy and go within, what we need to know, the truth will come to the surface. That's one of the messages from this card. And that's the hardest part is that surrender. So that's the first step this season is just really allowing ourselves to surrender to this Mercury retrograde, to this eclipse energy and this transformation process. Going back to the other card, transformation is a road that you walk. It's a path, right? It's not always going to be loud. I think for me, because I've had so many giant rebirths in the last year and like huge shifts in my life that like, I think that's why this one's so difficult for me because the ones that are more internal really aren't measured the same way there's no tangible outcome right away it's when you notice yourself doing things differently like i said like setting boundaries and acknowledging my needs like those are subtle but they are very powerful and so the second card is the two of swords and in this card it's two crows and this woman has a blindfold and the crows are kind of like holding strands of her hair And the energy of this card is about how we really are holding ourselves back. The indecision is more painful than just choosing the direction we want to go and moving forward. And it's about trusting that you can make decisions, that you do have the power within you to make decisions that feel right for you and not necessarily the ones that reflect what other people are asking of you and I think that's why it's so important to go to the depths of yourself first and to allow that 
truth to come up to see why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Like see how you're feeling about your life on a day-to-day basis. Notice what really makes you feel stressed, what makes you feel stuck. And that can help guide you into what decisions you need to make and which direction to go. And I think because these two go hand in hand, it makes sense that during Mercury retrogrades that this is when we're able to do two things because we have the eclipse season that's trying to help us move forward really quickly. And with Scorpio being the sign that the full moon eclipse was in, that's this energy of powerful transformation, of going really deep. And this is our opportunity to really, really surrender to that energy and to allow those things to be shown to us. I think I mentioned that eclipse season isn't exactly when we're actively manifesting big changes, but it's these more internal and personal things that can really, really come forward quickly if we allow them. And then the third card that was pulled, our final card for this energy, is the five in the major arcana, the Hierophant. And this one is all about you being your own inner guru and you having the answers within yourself. It's, again, still on the same line. It's a very internal month or season for us. And the idea is that, yes, there are so many things that we can learn. We can take in information from other visionaries and guides and teachers. That's all very, very important. And again, it's aligned with Mercury and Gemini. It's that five energy. But it doesn't mean that we necessarily have to take all of that at face value. We can do the same process and really let it sit with ourselves and see what floats to the surface as truth, to see what feels in our bodies as truth for us to take forward in our own path. This really also speaks to the energy of letting go of beliefs that no longer resonate with you. Like maybe there are things that you've learned, not necessarily even in a spiritual way, but just in general in life, going back to those patterns and things that we do over and over again that we are like, I don't want to do this anymore. It really gives you that permission to understand that the wisdom that you receive from yourself is for you. It's going to be the most reliable for you to become closer to the version of yourself that is authentic and joyful, and it will make you feel so much more inspired. I think that all of these energies make so much sense for what I've been feeling. And, you know, we're only a few days into Gemini season, but knowing the Mercury retrograde and the energy of Gemini itself, you know, even though we're going to be interacting with others, it may be a very social time. I think because that retrograde is making us more reflective as opposed to outwardly, social it is kind of that self-talk again it's that like having those conversations with yourself with your own soul your own energy and feeling into why you have the relationships that you have why the connections in your life are the way they are and maybe where you're missing connections that could help you feel more whole and more fulfilled in your life. So 
I would love to hear what is coming up for you around this energy. I feel that this is going to be a super powerful way to start off the summer. I think that having this energy in June is going to be really powerful because I feel like once we get into cancer, it's a it's another really internal sign, but it's that crossover from cancer into Libra where we're really putting ourselves out there again. And I think that having this knowledge of yourself for going into those seasons is going to be really powerful because in cancer, we also tend to look more at our families, our homes, and the different things that surround us more directly. And that's where knowing what you need is going to be really important because then when we're really connecting deeply with the people in our immediate circles, we're going to be able to express to them what we need and why we are making any changes that we're making for ourselves without feeling so much guilt because there's a lot of guilt that sometimes can be associated with cancer. And I think it'll be really helpful to just know where you're coming from and to really feel it so strongly in yourself. This is actually just making me realize that one of the other cards I pulled today was from the Psychic Tarot deck by John Holland. And it's the seven and it's stand your ground. This is like the equivalent of seven of wands. And this card comes up periodically for me and it usually is around this when I'm trying to create boundaries and things for myself and I'm trying to trust myself that gets challenged sometimes you know from the outside world from other people from situations that come up and I think this is actually for this message as well of like reminding you that you set these boundaries for a reason that you are receiving this information about yourself for a reason as well. It's so that you can start to create the life that you really are dreaming of. I will tell you that the other card that I pulled, because as I've told you before, I pull four. So we've heard about three. The other card that I pulled was actually the nine of cups, which is this fulfillment of wishes. Once you actually give yourself the time to rest and fill yourself up and make decisions based on how you feel internally and that inner wisdom, the other external factors in your life will start to reflect that and you'll start to manifest more of what it is that aligns with that feeling from within. So I hope that resonates with you. I am really looking forward to using this space and time that I'm going to hopefully stick to this time and give to myself to create more art. I actually opened up more space to be able to do some energy healing sessions in the next while, because as much as they are for clients, they do fill me up as well. I really enjoy doing them. And I'm just hoping that you can start to do that for yourself as well, to really allow yourself to be in that stillness and to empower yourself to make decisions based on what you truly need from within and not what you feel you need based on what other people have modeled for you as what is acceptable or what is successful that success and those energies really need to come from within and it's something like I said that I am really starting to see reflected outward now now that I have listened to that voice more and I have 
allowed my throat chakra to open up more. And that's very much a Gemini energy as well. I have several episodes where I talk about the throat chakra and different energies that have come to me around that. But also this hierophant is related to that. It's a five. And that's the number associated with the throat chakra. So don't be surprised if you start finding that you do have things that you want to say out loud, that you want to share, that you want to express to people. Like I said, especially I'm feeling the people in your immediate circle, there's going to be boundaries and maybe just requests that you really feel you need to say out loud to people in order to make sure that you can protect this new energy that you're creating for yourself in the first month or so when you're creating a habit, that's when you need to set the boundaries the most because you're setting up yourself for success that way. So I am wishing you a wonderful Gemini season and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.